Hello and welcome to the Movie Podcast. My name is Daniel. I am one of your hosts today. Alongside me, I have Shabazz. Hey, how you guys doing out there in Radio Land? And I have Anthony. What up? How you guys doing today? Um, a lot better than Anthony right now. I can. Tell I was going to say Anthony's uh, a little low energy. We gotta what, uh, we gotta pump those numbers up. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> hey, that's good. a good reference. I'm Thank good. you. That's a movie reference on the Movie Podcast. We don't do those, we don't do much of those. Here. <laughs> we don't. We don't. As always, you can catch a new episode of the Movie Co- Podcast every Monday across all your favorite podcast services. And if you want to, of course, be part of the show by writing in at thistimewith.com slash talk, just like our friend Nicole did this week. What was, the, what was the website again, Daniel? This time, what did I say? No, say it one more time. Thistimewith.com slash talk. Wait, thistimewith.com slash talk. Slash talk. What was it again, Anthony? <laughs> Uh yeah, I wasn't paying attention. Oh man, come on! <laughs> this time with dot com slash talk, we need some of those uh, suggestions, corrections. Again, you won't find corrections because you don't make mistakes. No, we don't make any mistakes. I haven't made a mistake I thought, since. I'll 93. be honest. I thought I made a mistake. That's why you were asking me to say it again. No, no, I want our viewers to get it drilled in their okay. heads. Okay, but I was gonna say just like our friend Nicole did this uh, week, and she actually uh, we're gonna start off the show with her uh, her suggestion, I should say, um, and she writes in and says, in honor of Women's History Month. What are your favorite female leading lady films? Also, what are your favorite movies written, produced, um, created by women? Guys, take it away. And I'll interject. Um, I'll start. Um, My favorite female filmmaker or producer, writer, director, all of those, all above, um, is Kathleen Kennedy. Um, For those of you who don't know who Kathleen Kennedy is, she is a producer on probably... The biggest films in history. At so least one of your favorite movies. At least sure, one of your favorite sure. movies is She's going to be. So we're talking about Star Wars, E.T., uh, Jurassic Park, um, Back to the Future, uh, what else? Sixth Sense, Munich, War of the Worlds. It, it the list goes, goes on, on and yeah. on and on. And so. she's the head of Lucasfilm right yeah. now, too. So George Lucas made like was the one who put her in charge of yeah. overseeing this new generation of Star Wars movies, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that she's, would, she's huge. She's huge. Like without her, we wouldn't have a lot of these movies. And no. she is the producer. So without a producer, we don't have any movie. It's true. So yeah, she's uh she's an amazing producer and I think like in history in terms of um going down as probably one of the the biggest producers of all time. Hands down. Hands yeah. down. And it, it's funny, like, I don't think a lot of people realize how big Lucasfilm is. It's not just Star Wars. It's Indiana Jones. It's ILM, the visual effects company. It's yep. Skywalker Sound, the audio company. Like, these are these are companies that work on films across all uh, franchises. So it's, it's amazing to see what she's kind of the spearhead for right now. She's, she's absolutely nuts. Like, it's crazy how much uh, influence she has right now in the industry. On top of that, like... She's like, I would say, the most powerful woman in the Hollywood industry right now. For sure. So. For sure. Um, and she's just killing it. She's absolutely like, she's doing what Kevin Feige did for Marvel. She's doing that for that whole Lucasfilm, Disney side of things. Yeah. More so. Yeah. And I think it's, I think that's so important. That's something that we kind of always bring up when it looks, when we talk about like Warner Brothers and DC about having somebody kind of at the, the front leading these, where the franchise is going to go. So it's nice to see that she's there. Um, Shay, how about for you? Who's yeah, uh, so who's one of yours? For me, one of my favorite directors is Catherine Bigelow. She did, uh, she's done a lot of films. First, she, was, she was married to James Cameron, who's also yeah. one of the greatest directors out there too. Um, but besides being married to him, obviously she did um, Hurt Locker. 
I loved her a lot. One of my favorite movies. One of my favorite films. And I, and I watched the movie almost every year, I'd say. She's on Point Break. Yeah. Um, I wasn't a big fan of Zero Dark Thirty. But um, yeah, I think she's fantastic. I think she's really good. And I, I'm excited to see what she comes out with next. Yeah. I have some unorthodox. She did Detroit as well too though, right? She did yeah. Detroit. Right, yeah, right, right. Yeah, which, uh, which was you know, a good film. Heavy movie. Heavy, Heavy movie film. for sure. A uh, yeah. lot to take in for that film. Uh, but yeah, excited to see what she comes out with next. Uh, I, my unorthodox pick is I really like the film Bend It Like Beckham. Sure. Uh, directed by Grinder Chada. She's from the UK. I uh, don't know why I'm doing a British accent. <laughs> I was going to say, the, slip, only, only the K slip, had an accent on it, though. right in there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, she uh, she's great, too. I mean, I love that film. It was uh, growing up. Seeing people that look like me on the big screen was was a huge thing. Oh, um, definitely. So <laughs> seeing that uh, was awesome. And that movie is really funny. And, and my family watches it a lot, too. I think one of the greatest female actors that we have, actresses right now we have, and it's kind of biased because I love DC, is Gal Gadot. I love Gal Gadot. Yeah. Wonder Woman is one of my favorite films right now. I think so. I think so, too. And, like, when you when – you obviously, we're going to be talking about Captain Marvel later on in the show again. But um, when you look at what Gal is doing and how she's kind of appearing in these movies now, too, she's a huge name. And I think huge. from – she's only going to get bigger mm-hmm. at this point. Yeah. Um, for me, I'm going to throw out Penny Marshall. So rest in peace. She just passed away last year. Um, director of big, which is one of my favorite movies, Mm. uh, a league of their own hilarious movie. Uh, she also did awakenings, which was with Robin Williams and, uh, Robert De Niro, which is a fantastic movie as well too. Um, I'm also going to, uh, throw out, uh, Nora Ephron. Don't throw her out. (laughs) Don't throw her out. Just just talk about her. (laughs) Love Sleepless in Seattle. Love You've Got Mail. Those are movies that are, whenever they're on TV, I'll watch them. Just because they're... Now, is You've Got Mail better than Sleepless in Seattle or Sleepless in Seattle better better than You've Got Mail? I prefer watching You've Got Mail. I love both movies. Sleepless is a little heavier. Sleepless is a little heavier. That's exactly it. It's a little heavy to watch, but You've Got Mail is just one of those feel-good movies. Classic. Dave Chappelle's in that film, too. Really bizarre. Really weird. So it comes in out of nowhere. You know? But I feel like that's Dave Chappelle in like almost every movie he's in now. The stars He'll just appear and be like, "Oh, he's uh, he's also in um, Silver Linings Playbook, right?" That's I don't Chris remember. Tucker. That's Chris Tucker. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a different. That's, that's a, the other gentleman. That's another. That's another guy. Yeah. My mistake, uh, Daniel. We're just gonna kick you off the podcast yeah. right now. I'm push so this sorry. button. <laughs> Eject. Eject. Uh, he's the same guy in Rush Hour, right? Yeah. Oh, that's Chris. <laughs> that's also Chris Tucker. <laughs> um, but yeah, Nicole, thank you so much for your question. And of course, if you want to throw a question at us, please do so at thistimewith.com slash talk. What was that again, Daniel? Thistimewith.com slash T-A-L-K. Wow. Uh, Anthony, what'd you get? Same thing? What? Did you have that? Same? Do you have those in your notes as well too? Yeah. Okay, yeah. good. 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 I don't know if we actually have that. Anthony making that mistake. So Anthony's made the little, little <laughs> Anthony's mistake. Anthony's never made that mistake, but I'm just kind of <laughs> saying I want him to know it. For sure. For sure. <laughs> it's on my uh, computer screen. Okay, good. Oh, you have a um, computer, right? <laughs> <laughs> so as we continue on with the show, I think it's... Let's get into some news of the week. It's, it was kind of a slower news week. Uh, but I think one of the big standouts this week is that Idris Elba is going to be replacing Will Smith as Deadshot in the Suicide Squad movie. Huge. What Huge. do you guys think? Weird. But weird? Yeah. What about it is weird? I'm curious. They're continuing with the character. I thought they would just like go on to another character do you think uh do you think this is going to be in the same continuity or do you think this is them just starting from a new fresh plate now um i don't know if they were going to start from a new fresh plate they would have probably went with a different character maybe rather than um dead shot dead shot yeah because he's not really as big as deathstroke 
no could be who would have like probably be wanted more by the <clears throat> audience and me who was he was deathstroke was also in my uh, batman pitch if you missed that oh, on yeah, last yeah, week's great episode. episode great episode keanu or carl reeves uh, yeah. Ca- carl urban carl, carl reeves. reeves not carl reeves no so yeah i think it's going to be um they're continuing that story Especially if Harley Quinn... Is Harley Quinn going to be in this? Apparently. I mean, there's been so many uh, news stories coming out about this movie. Viola Davis is in it. Now she's not. We don't know. Harley Quinn is going to be in it, but she's also having her Birds of Prey movie and uh, Gotham City Sirens. Like, there's so many... There's so many potential movies out there that we don't exactly know what is happening yet. Yeah. yeah. And it's also another African-American playing the role. Right. Which yeah. Is, which is a difference like, from the It seems comic, like right? they're continuing with that trend that yeah. character like that piece so they don't want to break through or break away from yeah. so we'll see i that's mean that's kind of like how i see it yeah shay anything to weigh in with uh with this i think um i, I agree with you guys here it's, it's very interesting that it almost seems like they're trying to do the don Cheadle, terrence howard kind of thing right replacing the same character but still continuing with the same universe i wouldn't be surprised if margot robbie comes back for um harley quinn right um but I don't know. I mean, like, if I was James Gunn, I'd kind of want to start off new. But again, DC right now, and we love DC, it's such a mess. It's it's yeah. so everywhere right now. They don't have a contingency plan, it feels like. They're kind of just like, whatever sticks to the wall. And we're hearing buzz, and we'll, we'll get into this later, about Shazam getting some great reviews right now, too. Yeah. So I guess they're kind of like, oh, wow, this movie's doing great, too. And then I wouldn't be surprised if we hear about a Shazam sequel coming out in 2025 or something ridiculous right? right because they're just not ready for it they're just like hopefully this is well and then we can say let's work on a sequel yeah it's very reactionary it's not very reactionary. they're not kind of being proactive about what they're looking at i mean they tried to be five years ago yeah um and that did not pan out so it's going to be it's gonna be interesting to see what happens you know? i just i i trust james gunn and we talked about this before too like we're excited to see what james gunn does definitely but... definitely Overall, like, uh, let's see. I mean, I like Idris Elba. I'm For also sure. not surprised they picked him. I think if they had to go from Will Smith, Idris Elba would be the next choice. Yeah. Yeah, apparently um, when uh, when this story broke, this is the story comes for us from Boris Kitt of The Hollywood Reporter. Oh, good old Boris. Um, that apparently say that Elba met up with James Gunn, and he was the first and only choice James Gunn had hmm. for the role. So This is the first time working together, right? I believe I believe it would be, yeah. For sure. For who? For who? Idris and James Gunn. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 And Idris Elba was just hosting SNL last night as well, too. So, yeah. fun fact for you guys listening to our show. It's a great fact. Yeah. You're welcome for that. Um, <laughs> as we continue along with the news, uh, Disney Plus will house the entire Disney film library, putting an end to the Disney vaults. What do you guys think of this? Uh, I have a love-hate relationship with the Disney Vault and yeah. their uh, what's it called movie club. Movie, yeah, the movie club is still is still a, thing, still a thing right thing. now. Yeah, I, I have such a love-hate relationship with that because it's so um, it's so mean. Like I just want to buy. <laughs> like there are times where I just want to buy a movie, yeah. or I'm like, oh man, I wish I had this film. Let me go look for it. Oh no, wait, it's back in a vault. Like. This imaginary vault. Yeah. Like, come on, Disney. I kind of hope it is a vault where you can... They just yeah, like, away. growing up, like, I'll be honest, growing up, I honestly th- I thought that you they had all the movies in this giant vault yeah. somewhere, yeah, yeah. and because they in the commercials on TV, they'd be like, be in hurry, get it before it's going back in the vaults. Yeah, like, six dwarves are, go- like, putting all these movies back yeah. in. They're going to every Best Buy, collecting every <laughs> copy, shoving it back in putting the vault. Putting it back there. It reminds me of when we went to, I think it was Warner Brothers Studios, we went there, or Paramount, and yeah. they showed us the oh, actual vault. An actual vault where they have, like, the 
original film prints. They have of reels movies. of like yeah. The Godfather. They're like, yeah, this film is like this is the original film for The Godfather. And I'm like, oh man, it's probably what the Disney vaults yeah. like. <laughs> but like, as even as tourists going in there, like we saw like the general like theatrical film prints, right? But then yeah. they actually have a vault that you're not allowed into without like a badge like, yeah. and a key and, and like a, a gun, probably like probably like a special suit. Yeah, you know? like it's it's crazy and and it's cool. Like it. Like it's going to tie into a little bit what we're talking about when we kind of talk about our memorabilia later on in the oh, episode. Oh, spoiler! Um, spoiler alert! But yeah, it's just it's. I like that at least we're going to have access to these movies now. At least, right? Whatever the Disney Plus streaming service turns into, it's just going to be nice to be able to open up an app, whatever, yeah, and watch whatever you want. I was on a sorry to interrupt there, but no, I was no. on a, a Disney cruise once, and in the cruise inside of each room they had. Um, literally, it's almost like they pretty much had this Disney Plus service there because there was every single movie, TV show, whatever you could think of that was Disney related was on that TV and you could watch it anytime you wanted. That's so cool. And it was, uh, first of all, that's the worst idea on a cruise because I never wanted to leave my room. Yeah, I why, just why to would watch. you want to? Yeah, I'm like, why am I going to go in the pool when I can watch Recess Schools Out, you know? Oh, like, 100%. Fantastic. Movie. It was just fantastic. And yeah. like, if this is what that service is going to be, it's what dreams are made of. Yeah. Now... If they come up with so if they do this type of like no more vault, right? Does that mean you can't buy Disney movies from iTunes anymore? So if a movie is currently in a vault, right? Do you think it would be released on iTunes or any other streaming platform? I think only when the the vault opens for it. That's my opinion. Maybe yeah. I mean, th- here's the thing. I mean, I don't think Disney's going to stop releasing their movies in stores and to iTunes because obviously they'd be dumb to do that for mm-hmm. sure, right? Um. But if you're looking for the 4K streaming option for a Disney movie, it's probably going to be Disney Plus. iTunes doesn't allow for 4K Disney movies right so now. So you don't think iTunes would upgrade their current? No, or Disney would upgrade their current library. I don't think for so. 4K HDR. If they haven't Dolby done Edition. it already, I, I like because obviously when iTunes came out two years ago and said, "Hey, if you have a, a HD version of a movie and a 4K version comes out, we're going to up it Great, for yeah. you." At no cost, so, right? I'm quickly just here reading on The Verge, and this is by Julia Alexander. And supposedly on there, according to them, uh, they they actually will be closing the vault. Yeah. So yeah, the vault is going to be like it. done. It's going to be done. But so that does that mean now that – because I know that Little Mermaid coming out, I think that's the next – It's out now, yeah. It's out now. Yeah. Um, that's one of the – New movies out of the vault, but I swear it was just out of the vault like five years ago. Yeah, right. It was back yeah, in the vault. It got to get cleaned up, I guess. Brought back out of it the brought, vault. It, well, it was released now in 4K, oh. right? So when I bought Little Mermaid five or six years ago on yeah, Blu-ray, it was just it was a Blu-ray. So now when it's out again, it's in a 4K version of it, right? 4K master. Um. So yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting. Like I'm excited, obviously, to be able to have access to all these movies. But you know, we're movie collectors, obviously. Yeah. We like being able to own. The movie, mm-hmm. right? And I love bonus features. Is mm-hmm. Disney Plus going to have bonus features? Ooh, like yeah. those are those are things that are the incentives of actually paying for a movie and having it rather yeah. than just streaming we, it. Right? We love our commentaries. We love our bonus features. So yeah. I'm going to be really interested. I would love like if a streaming <sighs> service is able to give bonus features, I would never not subscribe to it. Like that's that's a, I that's would never not subscribe. It's to a it. double negative, never, and it makes sense subscribe. to me. Now Disney hasn't like usually when they do release a movie, it does have. Everything like quite a bit of <laughs> tons like yeah. additional materials. Yeah, so, that's why it costs so much. Like they, every Disney remember when like they 50 used bucks. to do those um, those silver? I forgot what they were called. Like treasure packs. Yeah, of old like Disney films that released in the sixties and the fifties. 
So who knows? We're going to get those back, which is great. Yeah. And, and those and DVDs are going for like hundreds and hundreds of dollars. And that's exactly it. Like when, when these movies go back into the vault or like when our VHSs went back in the vault, things like that, to buy them, it was so hard to do yeah, it, right? Yeah. So like I remember like buying videos at like secondhand stores and stuff like that growing up just because you wanted these movies in your collection and that was the only way to find them. Yeah. yeah it's gonna be fun i cool. i mean this year i mean as as this is on top of them making their own shows and movies for this platform right so they're gonna have their entire back catalog and this so and as a canadian i hope we get everything i i just hope we get it at launch yeah that, that's a big thing too but yeah. give us everything don't hold give back. us everything don't hold yeah. back what do you think will launch uh when? i think in the fall fall fall, fall. this year yeah, yeah i think fall this year. i think they're gonna aim it for a christmas Christmas release, push, you think? Yeah. Like, like, sorry, as in like fall release, but yeah. like push it for the holidays, sorry. Yeah, that'd be really cool. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if maybe we see them on stage at an Apple event in September saying, hey, this is the new phone coming out and here's also a streaming service that's going to be launching too. I don't know. Yeah. Who well, knows? Apple has their own, like there's that, there's that. The rumor happening, rumor, right? The rumor, like, oh, that's true too, right? They have their own streaming service. So. And Apple and Disney are BFFs. So. Right? Yeah, they're, they're, they're pretty chummy, so... Yeah. Hopefully, uh, I scratch your back. You scratch mine. Uh, sure. Yeah. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna put a like pin right in now. This. <laughs> or no, you don't have to scratch my back. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. All right. But maybe after. Maybe after. But again, again, this I think just goes to the testament of the streaming service, which literally has been brought up every single episode of our podcast so far. Yeah, it's, um, we should stop talking about it. We should stop. Spielberg <laughs> is going to hunt us down and Who? kill us. Who? Who? Spielberg. Oh, Spielberg. Oh, okay. man. That guy? He's, he's, he's still big, eh? He's in the new Mission Impossible. He's the villain. <laughs> Tom Cruise will wow. destroy him. Wow. The okay. whole plot of the next Mission Impossible film is literally about the Oscars. Yeah, okay. that's true. <laughs> okay. Speaking of destroying things, though. Oh, what? This is a this is a segue that I'm not too proud of. Uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> um, I know where the next article is. Yeah. I'm wondering how you're going to get there. The Arrowverse has now been destroyed. Oh, and what I mean by that is that Arrow now after season 8, which is premiering in the fall, is ending. Now, I included this. I know I know we're mostly talking about movies on our podcast, but That's right. How dare you? I feel like Arrow's been such a huge influence in terms of what the superhero TV show looks like on TV, right? Does that make sense? That sentence I just said? I think so, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. So, I mean, like, Arrow was pretty much the Iron Man for the CW, right? Like, yeah. It spawned uh, Supergirl, The Flash, uh, DC Superheroes Legends of, of Tomorrow, Tomorrow Legends of Tomorrow, right? that's it. Um, there's been so many, and the Bat the Batwoman show that's going to be coming out with as well, Ruby too, Rose? right? With Ruby Rose? With Ruby Rose, right? Right. So, this this show has spawned so many spinoffs, and now that it's ending, I'm just curious what's going to happen with these TV shows. I mean, it's coming back for 10 episodes in the fall, which is which is always nice to see when something gets canceled that at least they know ahead of time. And it's so not it was just, canceled? It wasn't just, let's it was, wrap it, just, it up. It's just ending. That's what that's what they're okay. saying. Like they're, right? It looks like they're wrapping it they're up. They're wrapping yeah. it up, right? And the last season eight is going to have 10 episodes that's going to end this fall, which I like. It's going to have, hopefully have a really nice send-off. Um, I was a big, show, a big fan of Arrow for season one and two. I think yeah. they were the strongest seasons. Um, and since then, I've kind of peeked in here and there but did you guys ever watch any of the arrowverse shows did you guys ever check them out here and there i remember my mom watching it yeah and i would like kind of like sit in but yeah i don't really watch a lot of the dc i got you um tv series you lent me the blu-rays i think for season one yeah you never I, watched I, it. i gave it back to you in the same condition that it was <laughs> two in. years later i actually <laughs> never pulled it out of the box I yeah. think. Two, uh, two years later you gave this, it back to me. i think this came from uh, joe otterson right a, a variety of yeah. life yes yeah. thank you for that yeah, no problem man so i'm trying to <laughs> Trying to help you out, you know. We're, we're all co-hosts. We're all co-hosts. That's that's the thing. We're all one team. But I was gonna, I was actually gonna ask you guys. Now that Arrow is ending, mm -hmm. um, and Arrow has a history of not being able to use villains or heroes that are in the movie side 
as with Deadshot, as we spoke about earlier in the show, Deadshot was an arrow. They weren't allowed to use him anymore once the Suicide Squad movie was announced. So do you guys think that now that Arrow is ending, do you think this is a possibility of seeing Oliver Queen in the DCEU? Sure. Yeah. If it is still the DCEU. If it is still that. Yeah. Are you guys open to that? Are you guys fans of Green Arrow as a character? Yeah. Yeah. I like him as a character. He's yeah. pretty like cool. Cocky, though. Cocky. Little, Arrow. Um, little Robin Hoodie. Yeah, yeah. Little Robin Hoodie. Yeah. But yeah, I would like to see him um, on the big screen. Maybe one day. I feel I feel like we kind of had a, a time period where a bunch of Arrow based characters were on TV at once. Yes, like the 2012s, 2013s. We had Hunger Games, Hawkeye was like in the Avengers, the big yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. So they, they need to like I think Disney needs to really just like get their stuff together right oh, now. DC, DC, yeah, DC, yeah. What did I say? I think you said Disney. Yeah, you said it sounded like Disney. It sounded like Disney. Well, our readers can confirm, or okay. and, and our readers and our listeners can okay. confirm that I said DC. <laughs> okay. okay, we'll, we'll play it's my today. accent. Okay, the UK accent coming. My UK back. accent coming back again. <laughs> um, but I think they need to get their uh, their stuff together right now. Sure, and uh, just figure out. Yeah, just don't announce it, and then it never comes. Just no. if it if it's coming, if it's announced, just make it like, hey, this is the date. This is the actor. This is being made. Yeah, if you remember from The Dark Knight Rises, the clean slate protocol, I believe. That's what they need to do. Just start fresh. <laughs> okay. Just like clean it. My gosh. Okay. Was that too much? No, no. It was perfect. It I mean, sense. I was like at this point, it makes sense just yeah. to start like Marvel's. Well, Sony's done it with Spider-Man so many times. <laughs> right. In a 10 year span. Um, yeah. I think it makes sense to just start over. Sure. Um, speaking of starting over. Actually, this has no. This is this is not a segue at all. I was gonna again. I didn't. I didn't understand. I'm, I'm wondering why these segues are coming. I'm. I'm just trying my best here. No, I was fine. gonna say our last news story of the day. Oh. The last one that I felt revel, uh, relevant to what we were talking about. There's only one blockbuster left on Earth, and this comes from Rhett Jones of Gizmodo. So, Rhett says that according to the Australian press, the blockbuster located in Perth is finally succumb to the tide of competition of video streaming and is notifying customers that they're going out of business in the next month. Um, with this news now, there's only going to be one blockbuster left on Earth located in Bend, Oregon. One left from 9,000 locations. There's one left. And go. I moved to Canada in 1997. Uh, this isn't the start of my movie, but um, I, just, I wanted to just say that when I moved here, we immediately got a Blockbuster card. Uh, and I still have my 1997 membership card from Blockbuster laminated. And That's everything. amazing. That's it's, amazing. It's absolutely fantastic. Um, so I was there as as often as I could be. Didn't you bring a Blockbuster movie overseas with you as well, too? Pardon me? Part What? Is, Who's hello? listening to Police? the podcast right now? Because uh... I did none of that. Uh, okay, so I lived in Kansas City for a year. Again, I don't know why we're going so deep into my... Wow, I didn't know this. Yeah, I That's lived okay. in Kansas cool. City for a year, and yeah. we used to go to Blockbuster there all the time. And I had rented, I think it was The Godfather, so it came in 43 VHS cassettes. <laughs> yeah, around um, that. around that. And I think 23 of them might have gotten in my suitcase when I brought them over. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm a huge fan. And I remember when Blockbuster was shutting down, I was such an idiot. I, I rented The Town, which is a fantastic film. One of our favorites, uh, yeah. Never returned it. No. So here's the thing: buried and everything. And the day that it was due, before I got three thousand dollar bill for late fees, I went to go back to Blockbuster to return it, and I noticed that like there was like it was kind of boarded up, and I'm like, why is it closed? Weird. Let me just drop this in the bin here and leave. So I dropped it in the bin, left, <clears throat> came back the next couple of days, and I realized that they were shut down completely. Oh man! I could have just kept those just movies. Kept it, yeah. man. Yeah. yeah. God. 
That's what I get for being a good guy. It's crazy. It's crazy to think of 9,000 locations. And obviously, it's we're not going to get too deep into the logistics of Blockbuster no, 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 versus let's do Netflix. Let's, okay. do that. let's do this. But I mean, Blockbuster <laughs> had the chance to buy Netflix multiple times, and they never did it. They always turned them away. They spit in their face. And now, look what Netflix has started. And yeah. Blockbuster is now owned by, I think we looked it up. Dish. Dish, Dish Network. Was it Viacom, you said? It was Viacom before. Right. So from 94 uh. to 2002. Two. And now it's like they're just one location left. Yeah. It's it's just crazy. And like like Shay was saying, like Blockbuster was such an integral part of growing up or like what you did on the weekend. Like you yeah. had a Blockbuster car. I remember the first time I was able to get a Blockbuster car just on my own. Yeah. Um rented movies there, rented games. Do you guys there. know anyone who's worked at a Blockbuster? Yeah. I had a yeah. I had a friend actually who uh again, like so I graduated high school in two thousand eleven. And that year, I was doing co-op as a music teacher, and we're my friend. So deep into our lives, I know. Right now, this, this is this is our blockbuster. Just opens us up. Listen, this is technically our fourth episode. I think it's time for people to get to know who the we viewers are, know that right? our blockbuster. Life. Um, and I had a friend. So, like I said, I was teaching music at a school, and my friend decided, "Hey, let me do co-op at a blockbuster." And I don't know if that was the greatest decision that he made. Oh, that's awkward. But. It was a cool job, though. Like, I remember growing up, though, I'm like, oh, this must be so cool working at Blockbuster. I right? couldn't wait yeah. to work there. Yeah. I wanted to work there, too. Melissa worked at Blockbuster. Really? No, did yeah. she really? Yeah, she worked till the end. Till Our social media director? Yeah. yeah. So- she worked there till the end. Yeah, right? she worked there till the end. She wow. worked on, um, uh, what was the location? Uh, we don't have to say that. Yeah. Yeah. Islington. <laughs> Islington. <laughs> And uh, their store hours were yeah. <laughs> store she core she at three blockbusters. Was. Oh wow, wow! Yeah. At the same time, or no? She she okay. would move from one to the other. Oh, the I last one she worked at was Royal York. Okay, yeah, but wow! Yeah, I, I know, I know our friend uh, in front of the show, Kyle. Yeah, used to yeah. work at Blockbuster. Kyle. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, Kyle did, worked um, there. Yeah, um, Steve Joseph. Okay, his full name. All right, sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Steve, uh, we don't know how to spell his last name. No. We, won't, we won't give his last name no. out. Uh, <laughs> he also worked at Blockbuster. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I honestly, when I was a kid, I wanted to work at Blockbuster, and then I got a much better job, and uh, oh. I was happy for that decision. <laughs> but uh, I went to Blockbuster a lot. Yeah, like, we all I did. I loved yeah. Blockbuster. Yeah. And even when we didn't rent something, we just would go in to look, right? Yeah, I, mean, I, that was, I would look at the covers. Time. Yeah. Oh. The cover that I would always remember passing is this guy on a... Uh, he's being electrocuted on an electric chair. Oh, my God. What kind of movie I, is this? I first thought he was talking about National Lampoon Christmas Vacation. I thought so, too. So I'm like, yeah, I always used to see that on Blockbuster. <laughs> but then he said electric chair. I'm like, I don't think that's the same movie, I used man. to see Jungle the Jungle a lot. Oh, Jungle the Jungle. Fantastic I, you, I would see that one a lot. I, is, do you think that would be on Disney? streaming sir that was a disney movie yeah, right disney movie yeah, yeah. mimisiku yeah mimisiku tim or allen and uh, sam huntington yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah i don't know why i know that so well but the movie's called last rights oh my goodness you saw a poster for this west craven's Blackboard? shocker okay oh yes 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 okay it, like i would always pass it because i was i would always go to the horror section because i was always like i, I don't like watching horror but yeah. i want to see the cover let's see what's here it was like the adults only section yeah. in like magazine stores <laughs> but, but it's funny though because like obviously like we grew up with blockbuster so we saw when it was just vhs tapes we saw when it, the dvds came in, into play even and blu-rays when blu-rays came and it was like i think 30 dollars at night to rent oh a blu-ray or something God, like that no was uh, it no 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 but it was, it was like it was like 12 or 15 dollars yeah, something yeah. like that i'm like at that point just buy the movie like yeah. the late fees right? is what really killed blockbuster Man, i think late, so for like, sure I, I think i'm still paying some off right now yeah to be honest with you and, and that's the thing you know like they had because it was at that time like they could do whatever they want 100%. nobody was going to touch them no but they've and now been touched people have now. touched them so much it's true so much touching so many cool. touching <laughs> <laughs> so blockbuster 
Rest in peace. Rest in peace. One your month. one final location. We will report back when you eventually close I, as well, and, too. And, and I think those... When you uh, eventually die. <laughs> <laughs> I think what's cool about these kind of, like, this last remaining blockbuster is that they have all this, like, memorabilia. And on top of yeah. that, they have, like, clothing you can buy. Yeah, like, they have a brewery one. as well, too. Did you see they that? A brewery? They have a... a I, we should do a road trip, I, honestly. I'm like, down to go to this blockbuster. The blockbuster brewery. You know? Why not? Really? Yeah. They're, they're making it their own, you know? Yeah. Sure. Good for them. Yeah. Stay alive as long as you can, friends. Stay alive. Um, continuing on with the show, gentlemen, the box office recap is here. There we go. And Captain Marvel, of course, mm-hmm. proved everybody wrong, proved all those trolls wrong by saying that nothing good was going to come of this movie, and it made 153 million this week. That's wicked, <laughs> crazy. Good for the movie, honestly. That's like, awesome. we have a review up now on this time with a dot com or youtube.com slash this time with. So you could check out a review there. Um, I'm not surprised that it's doing well. Obviously, it's a Marvel Studios movie. Um, but damn, this is a lot of money, though. Yeah. This is a lot of money. Yeah. What do you guys think? Anthony? What are your thoughts on the film, by the way? You weren't in, oh, the- yeah. you weren't, you weren't um, in our review I liked video. it. Yeah. I give it a solid seven. Yeah, I think that's... Um, it's, I a think good, that's it's a good phase one movie. And I, and I think that's what we said, too, in our, in our review. Like, it feels very phase one. It feels very, like, mid-tier yeah. Marvel movie. Like... I think with a lot of the Marvel movies, there's those moments where it's like, this is like when it's on track, you're like, yes, now we're cooking. And then when it kind of takes a step back, you're like, okay, like let's see where it goes from here. But I saw it again last night with my family. They had a really good time with it. And my family was not really looking forward to it. They weren't really interested in it. But when yeah. they actually watch it, they're like, oh, this is, this was a good time. And that coming out of it for me too, like I had a good time with it. And it just makes me excited to see what comes next for her. Mm-hmm. Cause I mean, we have, we love Captain America now, but we had to have First Avenger first, right? Yeah. So I'm hoping that her next outing and how we see the Russos handle handle her as well too in Endgame, I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. Shay, it's gonna be a big deal for sure. Um, for me, the movie, yeah, like it, like I've had some time to dwell on it now, and sure. I, I still feel pretty much the same way. Like it's a six and a half, seven for me. Yeah. I not gonna remember it too much. It's very Phase One. Uh, I, it also doesn't just, it doesn't feel like required viewing. But I'm so glad that it's it's doing well because the trolls were so annoying. Oh, the worst! Oh the my worst. god! Like, like, what was the point they were trying to prove? Yeah, and I, I was, I was, uh, I didn't send this to our chat, but like, oh, I was okay. looking on, uh, I was looking at Twitter earlier, which is not a great thing to do. Shout out Twitter! Shout out to Twitter! But uh, I was looking at earlier, and there was an an article from. I'm not going to even give them the the views for this, so don't, don't go looking it. for this. But there was this website that was saying how anti man captain marvel is how in a scene they literally wrote this down they took a second or i'm assuming it's a second because this is how stupid their thought was that they said that captain marvel is anti-man because in a scene you see nick fury doing dishes spoiler alert (laughs) so i'm like what like he had a what oh i'm not i'm not gonna say it like because that kind of spoils the the, it's 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 when he's cleaning dishes yeah he had a he had a messed up eye though yeah, but what's that's wrong pretty, with that's pretty manly. Or? That's pretty manly, though. Yeah, yeah that's but, pretty but manly. It's like it's like things like that. So I'm so happy this movie's doing well. Yeah, it it's they're just I don't know I don't know where these people come from. Like, <laughs> oh, like, these trolls! You over mean. the past five yeah. ten years, they just came out of the woods. Yeah, it's what was the every, last one? Was it Star Wars? The last I think one? Star Wars, the Last Jedi, Black Panther as well too. Yeah. Probably was the biggest one. Yeah, Wonder um, Woman, Wonder Woman, Wonder too? Woman, yeah. and this is the thing. So they were trying to review bomb the the movie. Ron Tomatoes had the fan score at like. 32% or something like that. And it looks like Rotten Tomatoes has gone in there and oh, wiped out some of those more rambunctious reviews, I should yeah, say. Sorry, what word was that again, Daniel? Rambunctious. Rambunctious. Rambunctious Can I reviews. Use that in a sentence one more time. Um, 
Rotten Tomatoes has gone back and wiped out some of the rambunctious reviews. Some alliteration for you there as well, too. So it's, it's sitting right now. So yeah, you're right. It was sitting, I think, at like 32 before. Yeah, with on, like on 50, the audience score. 58,000 reviews. And now now, I think now it's sitting only... at 50,000 with 57%. Yeah. So, yeah. I wonder where like half of those, those, um, those reviews are coming from. Geographically, oh, I don't know. I would like to know. That would be that would be a cool. You know, I wouldn't be surprised. North America, right? North America, yeah, definitely. Uh, we're looking at what? Mostly states, probably. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm assuming. You know, I'm assuming. Yeah. Um, but it was cool, honestly. Like, I, I went to see it last night again in IMAX, packed theater. Like yeah. every the, every seat was taken, and the majority of the people there were younger girls. And I'm like, this is so cool to see that because mm-hmm. like, yeah. this is the first female-led Marvel movie, not including Ant-Man and the Wasp, like, on right. her own. Yeah. So I'm like, good for them. Good, for, good them. for them. They have, it's amazing to see the movie doing well and that it's an enjoyable time. Awesome. Why not, right? Awesome. Um, continue on. Uh, just one last little thing to put a pin in this uh, box office recap. With the news of Captain Marvel now being at uh, $153 million, we said opening, it's at $455 million worldwide. And this puts the MCU at $17.98 billion total. Wow. To put this in perspective, Disney bought Marvel for $4 billion. So you think they made some money? I, I would think so. I think so. Yeah. yeah. I wow. think so. Crazy. Yeah. Um, new dates for you guys. Wow. We didn't get into these last week, so we apologize. Uh, King Kong versus Godzilla moved up to March 13th. So this is actually moving out of the Fast and the Furious, I think, that got moved, that got pushed mm-hmm. back from a few episodes back. We discussed this. Uh, a Quiet Place Part 2 is now May 15th, 2020. What do you guys think of this? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think um, I could be wrong here, but I think the Godzilla King of Monsters just premiered at South by Southwest. Did it? Or they had, I was hearing maybe rumors about a screening that just occurred recently. Okay. And uh, hmm. the buzz was good from what I'm hearing. I'm excited and, for it. And Detective Pikachu was getting some good buzz good as stuff, well. Good stuff, good stuff. So uh, I'm all down for it. So now it's funny that, uh, who's it? Legendary that's making that? Or Warner, Warner Brothers, right? Right. They're tackling another universe, an extended universe here. Yeah. And uh, this one seems to be going off the this ground, one, okay? But again, it's also such a small universe. They, there are two movies in. Technically, I was yep. officially the third one. Third and one's coming fourth. out in May now. Yeah. Right? yeah. So th- this will be the fourth film in the universe. In the monster monsterverse. Monsterverse. Yeah. Well, there was a dark universe that Universal had. Yeah. Um, so R. yeah, R. let's let's see what happens. I mean, uh, it's next year, so it's not yeah. that far. It's literally a year away, a couple of days now. Yeah. How about with a Quiet Place Part Two? How are you feeling about this? Yeah. It's I love. Cool. I, I love I'm, a Quiet Place. I'm wondering where is it continuation of the first story. Or is it another they're family? It, they're or... calling it part two okay, instead so of two. So you know? it would probably be the continuation. I, I wouldn't be surprised. I don't know. Honestly, Maybe Kaczynski like... is still alive. His character is still alive. Spoiler, <laughs> spoiler alert, he's still alive. Yeah, Maybe. Uh, I don't know. I, I wouldn't bet on it just where we left him. You never I'll be know, honest. You know? Maybe he you is. Never know. Maybe he's the alien. That would be Damn, cool. Damn, he yeah. comes back. But um, it's not a quiet. It's he's really loud. This it's time. a loud place. It's, it's, it's so a he's just yelling the whole time. <laughs> it's, he yells at it's you. The sound universe they're trying to make. <laughs> they have it's different levels. Of sound. <laughs> uh, I'm down for that. I actually want to see a loud place now. Yeah. Just let's, the, let's make it ourselves. This is the most annoying like, theater no, experience why? ever. You're, you're in it just like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> it's just a THX logo oh blaring God, at you the whole time. the loudest sound in the world growing up. 
Uh, finishing off the new dates, we have Kingsman, The Great Game, which got pushed back now to February 14th, 2020. Which is, uh, I think, the same month and date that the first Kingsman came out, yeah. which worked for them. And yeah, that sure. was like, that was it's up against uh, Fifty Shades at that time. Yeah, and it did well. Like, and yeah. we were, and that, I remember when we first watched Kingsman, we we're like, I really hope this gets is a this, sequels. This, this is a prequel. This is the prequel. Prequel with Aaron Taylor Johnson. With right? Aaron Taylor Johnson, right? And then Kingsman Three, which is in 2021, which doesn't have a date, a specific date yet. But I think Shay, you added this to the docs. Yeah, it's 2021. Yeah, and that's the one that's supposed to bring back Eggsy. What's interesting cool. is like for their last movies, I think. Yeah, right? and Colin. Now Firth. I think what's what's so interesting about this is that Matthew Vaughn never does sequels, and now he's doing this whole damn Kingsman universe. Kingsman universe. Yeah. It's very much reminiscent of like how. James Cameron was like, oh, I don't want to do sequels that much. And then like he comes in with Avatar and then creates like 17 films. Obviously, Matthew Vaughn's doing it in a much shorter time, but I really hope that he learned his lesson from Golden Circle, Golden Circle like where sure. the eras were in that movie. Fixes him for this one. I think as a director, if you are committed to doing a three-set movie, um, it makes sense rather than just doing one movie and, and right. never going back to it. Yeah, like or handing it off to somebody you know, else you're, to continue. You're committing right. to that, the, the, the series. So right. I don't know why he would hate doing a sequel. Yeah, you know, especially it's a it's it was a great movie. Um, it was. It's, yeah. it's based off a comic book, right? Yeah, the so, Matthew, Mark, Mark the Mark Miller, Mark Miller. Yeah, who also did Kick Ass as well, too, right? And he's a great director. So why is he, you know, cutting it off so quickly? Like, yeah, why not? Having that idea is just doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's so visual. I love it. Yeah, yeah. So we'll be excited for that, and obviously. Um, uh, with Eggsy coming back for the finale, and Aaron Taylor Johnson is going to be in the prequel, which yeah. is going to be reuniting them from Kickass, which is going to be really cool. Yeah. Um, to finish off the new dates this week, we have Maleficent, Mistress of Evil. Man, that is hard to say. Uh, which has been moved up seven months. I didn't even know this movie to was October. Out. I didn't either. Yeah. Crazy, I had right? No. Can Actually, I be honest? I've never seen the first one. I like the first. I, one. I've seen the first one. Yeah, the first okay, one. It was, really I will go watch it it was cool. It was, it was cool. Really cool. Honestly, like, and, and here's the thing with this movie: to be pushed up seven months. That's pretty insane. Like you don't really see that that often. A movie being brought up that soon, and this is a pretty effects-heavy movie, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, on our first on episode zero, we discussed that by the time Frozen two comes out, Disney's going to have already had made more money this year than what they did last year total. This is only helping my case with that. In all honesty, like this, it's Malif- like you are a part of this. Uh, it's like I made this choice. Yeah. So uh, if I could get one of you guys to pull up what Maleficent did at the box office, I think it made over a billion, right? I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, uh, if uh, that other film with Johnny Depp, Alice in Wonderland, Alice like in Wonderland, billion, yeah. then why not? Uh, I'm just pulling this up. Yeah, so right now. seven months early. Like, I mean, sure, if it, if it's ready, why not? Like, give it to us. But damn. So the production budget on Maleficent was about 180 million. Okay. Domestic, it did 241, but worldwide, it just was just shy of a billion with 758. Okay, yeah. So obviously, it was very successful for them, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I gotta watch it. I think it came out around the time of when there was that whole dark period of animated Disney films like yeah. Tim Burton style. They, like, ver- they very much all look. Looked yeah, like Tim Burton style. I did not like the Alice in Wonderland films. I could not finish them. They were so dreadful there's two of them right two unfortunate films i don't, I don't know why people ask for it but um i think that's what kind of threw me off of this one but i think i'll uh, i'll go back and uh, give it a uh, watch give it a watch yeah it's, it, was, it was a good time honestly like it looks very effects driven but like it's it looks cool and, and obviously angelina jolie is well it's another take on the part right maleficent right yeah you always think she's like the evil character but she's she's like um what do they call anti-hero anti-hero yeah yeah 
Um, same director as Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man Tell No Tales. So okay, I don't know. so oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad <laughs> it's thing. Not. That's not a good thing. No, oh man, no. that kind of bummed me out. So it's a different director than the first Maleficent. Yes, but now wasn't Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man Tell, Tell no, no Tales, Tales Part Five, Six, Seven, whatever? Yeah, wasn't that two directors? Uh, I don't recall. I, I, like I felt like it took two lives out of me, though. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, yeah, so that was two directors. That was Joachim Roning and Espen Sandberg. Sure. They're both from Norway, but now this one is just one of the directors doing it. Okay. So it will be that bad. It will be half as bad. Half, half as, bad, as bad. Which is in Maybe its advantage. It be, yeah. Like, well, was that movie ever good? Like, was there Dem- a half, Dem- Yeah, Dem- was, was there the movie was... half good, half bad? So, don't, don't lie. I'm, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> this is the thing. The parts that were cool in it was nothing that we haven't seen before. Okay. I mean, it was like, oh, it's a Pirates movie, right? So there was nothing in Dead Man Tell No Tales that was like, oh, cool. It was just, oh, yeah, it's, it's Pirates. And who did the first one? Robert Stromberg? Of uh, Pirates? He did, he did the first, sorry, he did the first Maleficent. Oh, the first Maleficent, okay. Yeah. Okay. Michelle Pfeiffer's in this one. Dope. Oh, cool. Again, the, this movie... I, rem- I knew it was in production. Again, I didn't know that it was shot already in, in the can pretty much. I, I'd heard rumors about a Maleficent yeah. too, but I just didn't, I guess, look at sure. it. Sure. And if, if it's going to be ready for this year, cool. Yeah. Do you think, I don't know. I'm just pulling this out <laughs> of nowhere. Do you think there is a chance oh my God. that this movie or any Disney movie will ever launch day and date streaming and theater? Uh, no. No. Ever. No, I think they. I think they no. know the the weight of theater. Yeah, the theaters. I think they know how much money Disney pulls yeah. in theaters. Yeah. So yeah. I think the only thing will. So you're saying the only thing we'll ever see on streaming is things that are in their catalog that eventually make it there, and yeah. things that are made for the service. Yeah. Okay. I would say it would be a um, disservice. A shorter period of time in the theaters. Sure, that's possible. So instead of like what. But it kind of has been lately, Two hasn't months? it? Yeah. Maybe a month now? It's been, I mean, like, a movie makes the majority of its money now first month. Yeah, like, yeah. look at it. Like, look at um, Aquaman, for example. That came out December. Yeah, two months, and it's and it's and on it's my on, phone right now. And it's on digital, yeah. right? And that movie did really well in box but that's, office. But that's buying digital, right? Right. We're talking about streaming, streaming that you're yeah. already... Oh, so you're just you're streaming only? For, yeah. yeah. Mm, yeah. I, honestly, I don't think... I think it's going to follow the, around the same time li- timeline. I'm only saying that because... The back catalog that Disney's going to have on there, I don't think people are going to be uh, starving for content yeah, at no. this point. You know, um, continuing on. So that was the end of the new dates, the new trailers that we got this week. Late nights, which is Mindy Kaling's movie uh, with um, Emma Thompson, who's in it, who plays an, a late night host. Uh, we got another look at Tolkien, the Nicholas Holt movie, which not too different from what we saw or what we discussed a couple weeks ago on the show. Uh, Brightburn. Ooh. James Gunn's uh, the mm. James Gunn written movie. Very cool. Do you guys, do you guys see this trailer? Very, very I, cool. You know what part? And I really freaked me out about this trailer. Everything. Well, everything, but the the glass in the eye. Oh, oh yeah. God! My God! I my was like, Lord. that's the sound that I made. Yeah. I'm so sorry to our listeners, but <laughs> I was so creeped out that I was like, I need to see this film. Yeah. <laughs> it's messed up, man. Honestly, like they're really playing it. Like even the font looks very Man of Steel. 100. Yeah. percent They're really making this be like. If Superman was bad, right? Yeah. And yeah, this, his costume just freaks the hell out of me. Yeah, yeah the mask. Like the mask with like the rope on his neck. Um, the scene in the trailer when he's shaking the girl's hand or whatever, and it like it cuts to black, but you hear like that crack Cracking sound. Like, sound? my gosh. What freaks me out is like the kid who, who it seems like he's brought up in this good home. He looks just, weird, right? He's a weird looking kid. Wants to be evil. Yeah. He's, which is something that, you know, 
you, you have to, you know, these, these parents have not taught this kid to be. No, not at likes all. likes it. Not at so, all. Yes. His IMDb picture looks pretty scary. Dude, the kid, the, they chose, I think, the perfect kid for this because he freaks the hell out of me. Yeah. He scares me. It's like the girl from Hereditary. Like, they chose such a good oh girl for God, that because, yeah. like, you remember what they look like, right? Um, we also got, finally, the first official trailer for Shazam. Shazam! <laughs> Damn, just, is, so, he, is he in the just, studio right now? I just turned into you him. just turned into Shazam. You turned, to, you turned back into a little You're boy, actually. so inconsiderate, man. There's like books everywhere now. Most of the room's been destroyed. Damn, Our viewers dude. can't see this. No. Video recording just stopped as well. I don't know why I'm here anymore. Yeah, you're actually in fire. <laughs> uh, finally, we're getting a look at this movie. And yeah. what did you guys think of our look at this movie now? So I didn't like the first trailer. You did not. The second trailer? No, yeah. I did not. The okay. second trailer was dope. I thought it was... You liked Eminem? No. It, oh, it, I like Eminem. I like Eminem. The, yeah, he's, yeah, he's great. But I thought just the the way they cut it, it the the um, comedy, the comedy in it is really good. They show a little bit of action yeah. sequence. Uh, we finally see with Doctor Sivana. Yeah, played by Mark Strong. Played by Mark Love Strong, Mark which Strong. is cool. so good. He's so good. I don't know where he gets his powers, but yeah, we'll I'm find really out. Interested, in but that. he seems to know who Shazam is, though, right? Because yeah. he's like, "How old are you?" And what? Then, you don't remember that part? Uh, I, it doesn't sound like that, I, though. It was it the, no? inter- was it the I, international sure trailer? Like, no, I, uh, I think how, I dubbed my own trailer, actually. <laughs> uh, but no, it looks great. Also, on the Aquaman um, bonus features, again, shout out to bonus features. Shout out to bonus features. Um, it had a clip from Shazam as well, too. And I'm like, you know what? Like, I'm so excited for this movie. And as Shay said earlier, that the social media reactions came out this week, right? Yeah, they did. And uh, I mean, it's looking to be beloved right now amongst everybody. Um, we need it. We need I, it. I, we need it 100%. And it looks fun. It looks like another good time. And I guess we said this on the podcast before that David Sandberg looks like a fun director. I love yeah. following him on social media. So good. So I'm really, really hoping that we come out of it enjoying it as well. But the way that it looks right now, it looks like it's a good time. Again, shot in Toronto, you have to give it yeah. some more credit. So you got to so give some love, you know? I got to give the love that it needs. And they've, been, they've been promoting this movie for the past, I wouldn't say like a couple of months. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, why wouldn't it wrapped up? Zachary Levi, he's been going to like a bunch of comic conventions, mm. signing. He seems like a really cool guy, right? Yeah. Like he's he's like, just like, he's could, really into yeah. the role. He's one of us. We should have him on the show. He's one like, day. um, he'll be a guest. He's yeah. like Momoa, who's he was really into Aquaman. Yeah. So, yeah. I, They've embraced the character a lot for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. It's cool. It's cool. And uh, this is the thing. Zachary Levi was such like, I've always known him from like TV shows like Chuck. And just he was Chuck uh, again. Uh, Chuck again, season two. Chuck yeah. season three of Chuck. Um, but he was also uh, Fandral, and he replaced the actor from um, Thor. Thor, yeah. yeah. And he was in Thor two, and then Thor and three. Tangled for, as well. He did the voice. Tangled yeah. as well too. So he's a, he's a really fun actor. So I'm, he looks like he's having a blast in this role. So yeah. excited! So I'm, to see, I'm excited. Excited to see where they go with it. So you know, I, yeah. we're very close. We're about three weeks out now. Oh wow! Just right by your birthday, eh? Right, April fifth is the release of Shazam. April third is my birthday. So we're learning Mark so much about Daniel today and myself. We're we're Anthony, going pretty what about deep. You? Oh, we learned more about Open you know up, Mel. We didn't learn about you and your blockbuster uh, life. Yeah, I went to Blockbuster. All right. Well, that's <laughs> well, that's enough. That's, that's, that's enough. That's enough. I left today. Uh, really quickly, guys. Uh, <laughs> I walked in. I walked out. What's your problem? I Woodbridge got a privilege. That's it. That's all you need from that's me. That's what we did in Woodbridge. I we, did. we rented from Blockbuster. Sometimes it blew up. Doesn't matter. Sometimes Forget we brought, about it. brought movies back. Sometimes we didn't. Who knows? Yeah. You know. Uncle, uh, Vinny, <laughs> Uncle Vinny in the back seat, you know? <laughs> uh, Anthony rented Goodfellas a lot from Blockbuster. He actually lived through it. <laughs> I lived the Goodfellas life. Yes. Oh, wow. Okay. For those of you who don't know. 
You never rat on your friends, and that's it. And that's all. Um, if you're planning on going to the movies this week, uh, Wonder Park, which is an animated movie, is coming out. Okay. Uh, Nancy Drew and the Hidden Staircase. Oh my god! Oh my god! Is I've coming been waiting out. for this. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen the poster for this film, uh, Anthony? No. I want you to Google the poster for Google this the film poster right for now, it, yeah. just so you can get an idea as to what garbage this poster is. It, again, it, it's not. It's, oh, okay. I don't think it's a movie he made for us. Also, I don't think it was a movie that made. looked like it was being made for theaters. It looks like right it was there. like a That's home a release. Right there. I want you to open this up <laughs> and take a look at yeah. this, listeners. That's if an you awful like so, yeah, guys, if listeners, you want... if you if you decide to look at this poster, just Google Nancy Drew and the Hidden Staircase poster. And you'll then, see and what we're give talking us about. Your, give us your hot take on this poster. I, I have no words. Anthony's eyes started rolling back. It's so <laughs> bad. It looks like something from the 90s for sure. Right? It looks like Direct a book cover that yeah. shouldn't have happened. It, it looks like they tried to be inspired by the Nancy Drew book covers, but I feel like they just missed that mark. But look at, you know? look at the actual Nancy yeah, Drew. That looks dope. The, the actual Nancy Drew. Uh, the, the logo for the movie? No, no the, the actual, actual book, book. Oh, the book, looks yeah. Dope. But yeah. That's the actual book is based on Hidden Oh, Okay, yeah. So yeah. you would think that they would want to emulate the book. They did not. It's of course starring Sophie, uh, Sophia, <laughs> Sophia Lillis, who is um, who was a girl from It, yeah. who was a great, great yeah. movie. It go check great it out. Great actress, yeah. Um, also coming out this week, we have Five Feet Apart, which is with Cole Sprouse. I just saw this trailer for this movie like what last week. Yeah, and it's out this week. I had I was, no idea. I was gonna say like. No offense to anybody, I, is this based on a book? I'm assuming because this just looks like Fault in Our Stars. It looks like one of those. It looks like a, a Nan, um, Nancy Sparks. Nancy Sparks. Is that the name? Nicholas Sparks. Nicholas Sparks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nancy <laughs> Drew. Nancy. Nancy Drew. Sorry. Nancy Drew and Nicholas Sparks. Listen, I'm I'm off with names today. Obviously, Did, is Dave Chappelle in this one as well too? No, but yeah, I think, no, uh, no, I think it's uh, Chris Tucker yeah, and Chris, and Chris Rock. One. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so we have five feet, uh, five feet apart coming out, and then we also have Captive State, which is with John Goodman, Vera Farmiga, and Machine Gun Kelly. What's been up with Machine Gun Kelly? He did Bird Box, which I was wondering about the whole time watching Bird Box. I'm like, is that what the Machine hell are you Gun doing? Kelly? Why are you here, sir? <laughs> yeah, and he just like, leaves. He leaves in that. He's just like. Yeah. yeah, no, I hope he, no. <laughs> I hope he dies. Oh, okay. Like, like in, in, in the in Kelly the, or in the movie? No, in the movie. Okay, <laughs> thank God. Okay, we, we would have got. We're learning a lot of things about Anthony today. Things we don't want to know. Hope, though. You know, the box had the bird in it for him. <laughs> <laughs> damn, that's a that's All a right. threat I want to use next time. Hey, listen, I hope uh, there's a damn bird in your box. Damn. You right. son of a. We're, again, Anthony's living the Goodfellas life over there. <laughs> So, guys, those were our main topics of the show in terms of news, box office, and things like that. Let's get to what we want to talk about on the show. Drum roll. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That was a bird that just we're, flew in here and it died. It died in it a box. It died while it came. <laughs> now, our topic of the show this week is our movie memorabilia. <laughs> all right okay uh was that what we discussed so okay. our movie memorabilia so these are things that we collect these are things that we love about movies and why we love movies we collect things we have collections of all sorts um shay is going to kick it off for us what is, what are your movie memorabilia items shay for sure so uh for me growing up I would collect a lot of movies, like the actual like physical copies of films. Right. Uh, VHS was primarily my go-to. I, I stopped that DVD because I was like, ah, DVD, I don't know why. I feel like it's not going to be the big thing. I also had a lot of laser discs growing up. Wow. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's there, cool. Laser discs. Uh, and then Blu-ray came around, and I was like, yeah, maybe I'll get into this. And I remember the first Blu-ray I ever bought was uh, The Dark Knight. 
Me and too. Then, yeah, and Me then too. from there, 575 Blu-rays later, my lord, I stopped that Mission Impossible Fallout. Um, but I had a huge gap in between. I think King Kong was the last one that you bought uh, physically, physically, yeah. and then it was Fallout. And the only reason why I bought Fallout was because I loved the look of the steel book and I wanted to keep the tradition going. But I also loved collecting like the actual like collectors' editions of the movies too. Yes. I have like the Town. I have um, Harry Potter. Um, I'm trying to think what else I have. Like, oh yeah, um, Pacific Rim, James Bond as James well too. James Bond. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have a lot of collector's editions yeah. as well of movies. Even the town, I have one. Everything is unless I already said you that. Have a few Argo. Co- yeah, Argo is. Well I have too, a yeah. lot of copies yeah. of a lot, like a lot of films. Like I have repeat copies of a lot of movies too. Yes, because it's cool. I loved the artwork they put in there. They throw in a lot of like memorabilia sometimes as well. Like they, I remember for the town, they have like the Vericom cards in there. Yeah. They have their rap sheets, yeah, all that. Blood jazz, samples from the blood villains, samples, yeah. bullets, you know, yeah. things like that. <laughs> I really loved collecting. Um, yeah. And I'm like you, I think this is one of the earliest things that I think we all kind of bonded with. I know for Shay and I specifically, um, our Blu-ray collections, right? Mm-hmm. My Blu-ray collection has shrunken a lot mm-hmm. in the last couple of years because I've sold a lot of mine, given a lot of mine away because I've gone to digital route, um, living the Anthony life and going fully digital now. Yes. up it. I'm also digital now. Yeah. Too. Shay's also like fully digital now. Um, but collecting movies was such a big it was like a, it was a sense of pride, right? Yeah, when you walk yeah. in, like, I remember going into like my friend's houses and like seeing their wall of movies. And it's like, that's like, that was like the dream to have that. Right. Yeah. And I, I had such a sense of pride being able to display all my movies and going into the library and like kind of being that keeper of movies. Right. 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 Um, so I still have, I still have a, a good amount of Blu-rays now, yeah. mostly just collector's editions that I've kept over the years. But yeah. um, as much as I love having the, accessibility of digital movies i don't think there's the love of it as as much as having those physically the f- physical yeah. just there to look thing, at man right? like when i i was going to some of my other ones today like i had lord of the rings too and i was just holding it and i'm like man there's so much attention to oh detail my god in the cover um the weight the like weight. Honestly, my lord of the rings box set like with a magnetic cover with the mm-hmm. map it's like little things like that that you just even just when i'm it. even though i own that movie digitally those movies digitally, I'll still watch yeah. the physical copies of them. Oh, I have, I have Inception. I think I have, it hasn't even been unwrapped yet, but it has like a little totem in it. Um, small things like was that. Was that the suitcase one? The suitcase one, yeah. yeah. Such I nice, even I have, have the, such a nice one. have the Avengers uh, Phase 1 yeah. suitcase yeah. too. I, I, That's, I, have, I, I have that right too. behind us right too in, this, in, yeah, our, in, in our, our show in too. Our not by the Phase... The, they started sucking after that. Yeah, so Phase 2. Phase 2 was the... It was the orb from Guardians. So here's the thing with that as well too. It was two hundred and ninety nine dollars US, and it only came out on Amazon.com, which right. pissed me off because yeah. obviously, as people who collect, there's that completionist aspect 100%. that we have. Right? I really wanted it. So, and by that point too, I was already buying movies digitally, so I'd be buying them just for the sake of having it on my shelf, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and those digital copies would be a waste, right? And because they're American codes. But I also remember that the like when the reviews came out for that, they said the build quality wasn't good. It wasn't there, right? And I was like, well, I mean. No, I don't. Really, and it just didn't look as cool as the as the tesseract as in the tesseract suitcase, one. Right? Yeah, so yeah. I I'm definitely glad I kept that. Um, yeah, besides collecting like movies, I not as much as Anthony here, um, but I've also collected a couple posters here and there. I mean, yes. every time we'd go to Fan Expo, um, we'd definitely buy a lot of the, from Artist Alley. Go in through yep. and buy posters in my room right now. If you walk around it, there's posters pretty much along all the walls. I have um, this really cool from Disney World back in 97, I think I bought this with my family. It's a 
it's a it's a drawing of the scene from Aladdin, the Prince Ali dance number. Yeah, great. And scene. it's it's actually signed by like Lincoln Lar- Linda Larkin and like wow. Scott Weiner. That's awesome. Um, and it's just really cool. And I'll, we'll post a picture of it somewhere. I don't know where we'll post it, but uh, we'll, we'll throw it up in the this time on the with story. Media, yeah, yeah, for sure. And um, yeah, like it to me, like things like that that remind me of the films. Um, that's what I love collecting. I just love collecting small. Little knickknacks from the films. Do you guys have any like Disney collections, like box sets, like uh, related to? I think they were just they were Blu-ray and some of them maybe DVD. But like I have an Aladdin DVD box set from yeah. Disney. I know it has um, like a thirty-five millimeter film inside. Oh of wow! It. Okay. it was very limited. No, um, I know. Uh, a Costco of all places had was a place that you would randomly find these giant box sets. Oh yeah, they had a giant Pixar box set. Yeah, they had that. Amazing to this day, I'm still Harry upset. Potter? The Harry Potter, one, I you got know it. you're gonna say that, where it had one, like yeah. drawers and compartments, and it's like one of those things that and I was to like, this Oh, day, I'll like, buy that, and then I just didn't do but it. But it was also like 300 and something dollars, right? So when it came it, out, though. yeah, but it was so nice. It's, it's, I think it's valued at like seven something uh, like that. Seven now, yeah. now, it's crazy, yeah. it's crazy. Oh, wow, that looks really cool, yeah. So, Anthony, right now, he's showing us a picture of his Aladdin box set, yeah. Um, but that's something we see, uh, with a lot of times now when special edition Blu rays come out that they'll include like a film print. Yeah. yeah, I have like I think Interstellar, Dark Knight had Dark it too. Knight had them too. Um, yeah, a bunch of Dunkirk. I have like a oh Dunkirk did it yeah. Too, so yeah. I actually I won a contest two years ago. I was just showing Anthony yeah. this humble uh, brag, you know, humble yeah. brag. You know, I won I won this contest. I won a contest. Contest. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh for Dunkirk. So Cineplex had a web uh, a contest on their Facebook page where you kind of had to write why you love Dunkirk, and they actually sent me this IMAX film print of like four scenes of the movie in this glass acrylic and it's so cool and I have it on my shelf and it's this is one of those things that like I cherish because that's such a cool keepsake of that movie yeah, right? it's actually how uh, Nolan wanted you to watch the film too he wanted you to take the reel yeah. and play it in and house. play it in my house yeah 100% with a, just a flashlight yeah. do you guys have the Blade Runner suitcase no, no, you do, right? Yeah. Okay, humble brag again. Well, it's not hum- humble he didn't, brag. He didn't win it, though, <laughs> it okay, dope. Daniel? He, he, did, bought, it with he, his he money. bought it with his money. Okay. That was You dope. got me there. You got me there. Because it came with every single director's cut of Blade Runner. There's like five with, cuts, right? In it? Uh, Yes. Yeah. And it came with like a film strip. It came with the actual little... um, The little paper puppet that, yeah, that the, guy the, made the unicorn thing the unicorn yeah. yeah or the horse unicorn yeah. unicorn yeah. that's really cool that was a good set they had a I they had a collector's edition blu-ray that came out two years ago or two or three years ago the nakatomi plaza one. Oh yeah that really one was really nice yeah, yeah. huge though i don't know yeah. where i'd ever put it uh um, yeah you'd live inside of it i think okay and then the the terminator judgment day one as well too was really cool I, with, uh, so I, I was in chicago and shout out to my uh damn. cousin best friend whatever you want to call her jasmine um and she has the t2 like, um, uh, skull, the, 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 the bust, the bust, yeah, the bust, yeah, yeah. I have that one too. With, like in the lights and yeah, lights up. That's, that's really cool. Dope. And like, she was wearing it. No, she wasn't wearing it though. But, uh, there was <laughs> yeah, just, there was a tray underneath looking. and it yeah. would have all the, the DVDs. Yeah. Well, those were Blu-rays. Oh, were they? Yeah, they were Blu-rays. They were oh, well, that's really cool. Yeah. That's really cool. But I mean, like that's maybe they were laser discs. <laughs> they were Blu-rays. <laughs> wasn't it, wasn't they it, weren't cassette tapes. Okay. Was it not? I'll mini send the discs? picture when I get home. Maybe okay. it's floppy. I don't know. I'll send All a right. picture of the actual like. Please do the eyes lighting up. That's really I cool. think I scared my dog with it quite a bit. Okay. I thought you were gonna say daughter, and I thought we we're gonna learn more about you. Yeah. Here. No, Anthony's like, whoa, a... and my daughter, <laughs> and your daughter. Uh, if you guys are cool, with it, I'm gonna go next for my collection, just because no, I want to say Anthony's your last. Cool with it. So well, uh, let's go on with mine. I'm actually not done yet. Oh, please, yeah. No, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, just, I'm, yeah, kidding. I'm yeah. just kidding. Go ahead. Was there sorry? Was there anything else you want to add though to your to, about your collection? Of... I will hold my piece for now. And oh, then oh once... your um your thing your drive. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Yo, sorry. Oh, yeah, please. Oh, my God. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Um, I have a yeah, the scorpion jacket from uh, from Drive. Uh, That's that uh, Lid Drive Jocelyn. for our uh, for our uh, French fans. For our French fans, yeah. Uh, and to our French fans, hi, how you doing? Um, but yeah, I have the jacket from that film too. I love that jacket. I wore it on Halloween. Yep. And haven't worn it since because every time I wear it, my girlfriend says. Take that off right now. You look weird. Uh, and pretty much anywhere I go, people are Yeah, like, but she's also saying that because is... you're carrying a hammer with you as well, too. I am, I am beating a lot of people on yeah. the way there. Plus, I think I might look too dorky with it. Like, I like to maintain a certain level of dorkiness when I go out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's a really cool jacket, but it's also, I don't think it's very practical. It isn't very practical because I look too out there. It's, it's like, oh, what's, what's, it's like what's this, this guy? guy? Is he, like, I'm not allowed in most places, I think, with that jacket. No, you're not. Definitely no. not. I think it's a jacket that I think Anthony would wear, though. I think Anthony could wear it, yeah, for yeah, sure. If it was Kith branded. Yeah, if it was Kith, <laughs> yeah, for sure. You know me. Uh, but yeah, it's a really cool jacket. Very, very cool jacket. Thank you. Uh, you're welcome. Cool. Yeah. Uh, uh, you can go next, Anthony. Okay, thank you very much. Uh, yeah, so so for my collection, like like Shay, like, obviously I collected tons of Blu-rays. Um, now, though, I've, I've kind of moved my collection over for the movies that I really love. I'll buy their art book. So... With most of most books that I read, like I'll read them digitally on my phone or on an iPad. But uh, the Marvel Studios art books spe- uh, specifically, I've been collecting since uh, Iron Man Two or Thor. So this is back in 2011, and I've been collecting every art book for every MCU movie since then, which has been like 21 movies now. Um, and yeah, I just love it because I love I obviously as somebody who wants to make movies, the work that goes into creating these movies is amazing that was my pregnant pause there just just to show how crazy the amount of work that goes into these movies especially these giant superhero movies right right so i just love being able to go in there and see the concept art sometimes you could even tell of the actors that they were thinking of when they were kind of creating these costumes and everything too so it's really cool Mm. to see that um and it wasn't any it wasn't something i thought about too often until i actually posted my collection on reddit last week um, and there was a bunch of people commenting on it saying like, oh, wow, you have this one. This one is like super rare. And I really didn't think of that that much because with my collection, like, I don't know how you guys are with yourself, but like when I buy something, I don't buy it with the intention of ever selling it. No. You know what I mean? I don't realize the value of some of the things that yeah. I have. Like so, sometimes people come to my room and they'd be like, wow, you have that? And I'm yeah. like, yeah, why? Why not? I just, I just bought it. Yeah. So like, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's just, it's just interesting that it's like, like someone saying, oh, wow, like the. Winter Soldier book is like six hundred dollars or something right now. I'm like, oh wow, I'm never going to sell it, but I'm I'm happy to own it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, what's your uh, most expensive MCU book? That you My have? most expensive. I've so I've been lucky because I've been buying them at when they come out. So I've just been buying book price. Like right. the, the which book. one's your most valuable one? Then I guess I, I I would I guess just on what people were telling me the Winter Soldier one or oh, the wow. the Doctor Strange one. So, beautiful artwork in there there are newer ones too so i'm surprised i feel like the older ones would have been you harder would think and, right yeah. and i and i used to go to like fan expos and everything yeah. looking for iron man 2 because that was the one that i didn't get at launch so thor was actually the first one i got when thor came out mm-hmm. um, but i actually ended up finding it on ebay for like 80 bucks so not That's too bad what about iron man 1 iron man 1 so they had a book uh of iron man 1 but it wasn't in the style of these books so it's been nice that at least marvel's been kind of staying consistent consistent with the look of these books oh okay um but actually because of the 10-year anniversary of the marvel cinematic universe they reissued iron man one in the style of the new books and actually came with a really nice poster and everything too so happy to have that in my collection now um one more thing like like you guys we do i have some movie posters as well too um humble brag again number I knew two you're gonna get to this one what, what, what do you think i'm gonna say homecoming homecoming yeah i knew you were <laughs> so again i randomly won a contest on instagram for imax where i actually won a signed poster of spider-man homecoming 
Uh, shout out to IMAX. It's Hot. not on the walls right okay. now. I'm looking for it's, it. It's in my closet right now. Hot but... take: Daniel makes 17 accounts when he's submitting. Like, oh God, no. <laughs> so I've only, I've only. These are like the only two major contests that I've won, and like okay. I was lucky enough that I actually won them. I didn't have 17 accounts. It was like I'm, 10 I'm just accounts. Kidding, okay. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, no, but it was cool. So like, it's actually signed by the cast. Signed by Robert Downey Jr. Wow. Um, so like, it's it's really cool. It's not the coolest looking poster. I'll be honest. Yeah. It's it's. It goes for that notebook vibe. If you look up Spider-Man Homecoming IMAX poster, you'll see what I'm talking about. But I love it that it's signed by the cast. That's really cool. So it's, yeah, for sure. Um, the last thing I was going to talk about today. Oh, great. One more thing. <laughs> one more thing. Um, so in 2011, okay. so we're rewinding the clock. Sorry, 2012. Um, Blockbuster was still on the round. Bleak, bleak, <laughs> bleak, 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 I was buying, I just got my first You're really giving card. us your age here. Listen, I'm, I'm trying to give you guys my life story <laughs> to our listeners, okay? Um, so I was a young kid. I just got a credit card. I was in school, had a job. I'm like, hey, I have some money now. Let me spend it. Right. You know, and... As all young kids do. As all young kids do. So I was a huge fan of Sideshow Collectibles, mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. if you know them, they make the most incredible... The most intricate. Intricate, amazingly detailed figure figurines of like... Of, of every movie, pretty much. Of all the big blockbuster movies that come out. So that year, they decided, hey, we're going to come out with uh, Batmobile Tumblr, which is the Batmobile from the Nolan Batman movies, in the sixth scale. So sixth scale is still massive of that thing. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do this. So I ended up buying it. It cost me... like There was payment plans for it. So of course, being a, a young, stupid kid, I did the payment plans for it. And... I got it about seven months later because that's when it was coming out. Because with, with Sideshow, you have to pre-order early and then you get it when it comes out, right? And it was like five or $600 in US, right? Damn. So Damn. again, being a stupid kid, I'm like, hey, I could afford $84 a month or something, whatever it was. And I bought it and I remember getting it in the mail and I've never been so happy in my life getting that giant box delivered to my door because this thing is... It's honestly huge. I've seen it once in your room, and yeah. I remember it took up your whole room. It's it's ridiculously huge, and it lights up. It opens up. It's really really cool. Um, I saw a quote the other day that said like being an adult is. <laughs> stay with me here, okay? <laughs> being an adult is being able to buy cake every day, but you don't. And I feel like I wish I had that knowledge in retrospect because now I'm like I don't know where I'm ever going to put this thing. But well, you can use it. At, you can put it under a coffee table. You should drive yeah. to work in it. I, I I may be able to. You know. I think uh, yeah. One day when you do get a coffee table, you're right. Like it would look a glass. I, so I did. I actually had it in my old house. I had it under a coffee table. Just that thing loves dust. So yeah. I, I had to be cleaning yeah. it every. Look at the one that uh, we have here, though. Yeah. Oh wow, that's really cool. Okay, now I'm going to bring it back up. Okay. <laughs> uh, but no, that's it's just one of those things that it's it's one of my most prized like movie memorabilia items because it's so intricate and detailed and obviously i spent so much money on it mm-hmm. um but fun fact actually the day going deeper into the lore of daniel right now <laughs> i bought ice cream that day <laughs> <laughs> i actually did um so the day i got it i wasn't able to open it up because i actually had an interview for uh mtv intern job uh which i'll talk about on another show but i actually got i actually got the job as well too i was an mtv intern for like four well, months i won a contest for the job eh yeah, no wow, no eh? no i actually had to apply <laughs> for this job okay daniel. i had to daniel, apply for this job daniel's successes uh, welcome to daniel's success podcast uh, uh today we're talking about <laughs> anthony and i's failures uh, <laughs> so many failures uh but i remember when i came home and i opened it up 
the one thing that I'll always regret about it, though, is that one of the lights don't work on it. And because I was so excited, I didn't want to obviously send it back. So to this day, one of the LED lights on it don't work. You know what? That's a that's a. I would send that back in a heartbeat. Six hundred American. <laughs> Listen, I was a stupid kid. Like honestly, like I was just like I I could I know I could fix it because I just have to solder the wire back to, like to it. But it's just like oh, you're an electrician now. I'm an oh, electrician. You don't know that. You, you don't know this. Guy? I won a contest, contest to go to winning, engineering MTV school. <laughs> winning electrician air. Um, but no, so that's the thing. Like I just because I didn't want to be without it because I just got it after this long period right. of time. Just, right? just copper tubing and you know you, you know, know pop like, it in. You know, know take it all apart. And Bob's your uncle, right? That's no big deal. Yeah, yes. forget about it. I don't know. Thank you for joining me on Daniel's Success Podcast. Yeah, uh, the podcast within a podcast. Um, please, Anthony, let me stop talking here. <laughs> so, um, for my collection, um, I collect limited edition screen prints. Yeah, what's a screen print? So, for those of you who don't know what a screen print is, is basically an artist rendition of a classic movie poster. Okay. So um, galleries around the world will commission or have um, a set of artists um, under their wing or in their gallery, um, and they'll get licenses for uh, different um, movie franchises. So they'll they'll make a Back to the Future print. They'll make a uh, you know Blade Runner print. They'll make a Jurassic Park print. Um, but these these renditions or these artist renditions are all limited. So we're talking about three hundred. Um, 300 run. Okay, a, like 300 a, posters 300 available to, a, to buy. Yes, to buy yeah. in the world. That's amazing. Um, so they're super limited. They're super, yeah. super limited. Um, yeah, so I've been collecting for about 12 years now. Wow, wow. I don't know that yeah. long. And that what, uh, it's Mondo, right? Mondo that you My biggest uh, purchase, or my biggest purchases are from Mondo. Um, I've bought from Bottleneck Gallery. I bought from um, Grey Matter. I bought from Espresso Beans, which is like a marketplace. Oh, yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, I started, how I got into it was I was reading an article. I don't know. I don't remember when, but they were talking about, um, like screen prints and how popular they started becoming. And I'm, I was looking at all these different movies and I was like, Whoa, I love these movies and these prints look amazing. Um, like how do I, where do I start? So it, it kind of led me to Mondo, which Mondo, for those of you who don't know what Mondo is, Mondo is a, um, a Texas gallery. Um, who started making prints for Alamo Draft House, mm. which you, you, you went I last went last week. time, yeah. yeah. Um, and they're they're like famous for uh, their Star Wars prints, especially yeah. their like their Tyler Stout prints. That was like uh, as for that was like an H- oh, the HMV you could buy them too, right? They were they that were, like yeah, like they were being reprinted, reprinted in in that sense. Yeah, and but, I I feel like I saw them at like an HMV like on um, canvas, yeah. like they would they would redo them on canvas, yeah. right? So those prints right now they sit around like a thousand, maybe more, Jesus, man. like 1,600, just for the Star Wars, um, just for one of the Star Wars prints. Um, but yeah, like Tyler Stout, who shout out to Tyler Stout if you ever Stouty. listen to this. Yo, Stout, come um, on the show, man. He really kind of like oh, like I loved his art. He did RoboCop, he did Akira, he did Kill Bill, all those early prints when no one knew about screen printing or right. no one knew about collecting limited edition screen prints. They're all like sitting at like, you know, two thousand, three thousand yeah, dollars now. Crazy. And I, I like I'd wager as well too. Like you've definitely, you the listener, like you've definitely <laughs> seen 
uh, Mondo art will You've come across before. it for sure. You've yeah. probably had it as your wallpaper on your phone or something like yeah. that. Because yeah. whenever you search up artwork from a movie or a poster from a movie, they're always in the search results for this. Right? I know yeah. Mondo had a um, had a partnership for a little bit with Best Buy in the States and a feature shop in Canada yep. to yep. release some of their prints as Blu-ray covers. So as Steelbooks as well, as too. As Steelbooks, yeah. So I have, I think I have Drive and I have another one. Uh, Drive, I think we have Dread. Dread, yes. And so, Ex Machina. Ex Machina. Yeah. Those yeah. are the two that I have that are Mondo print-based um, Blu-ray Oh, and Boyhood books. 2, right? No. Wait, Boyhood 2, yeah. Boyhood, Boyhood was two, one sorry. as well, too, yeah. Um, and I don't, like, I have... I only have two Mondo prints myself, and I love them to death. It's the Man of Steel one that... Stunning. Oh, it's stunning. stunning. And then I, I... Luckily, the thing was just last year, I was able to get the Captain America Winter Soldier one, where yeah. he's in the elevator. Oh, fantastic. Love that I, print. I, to the, I lose sleep still to this day. How did, not how did you one. get that print? Which one, sorry? The Captain America. Uh, it was a time time print. It was a time print. Yeah, yeah. Cool. So they, I know they had a Marvel gallery that happened yeah. in Austin, and I think they're based in Austin. Yeah. Uh, and uh, just that weekend, they they launched it for the three days, and I was like, hell yes, I need this. So for listeners, when they release these prints, um, oh they usually last for maybe seconds. Seconds, like yeah. within seconds, they'll sell out. Do we have stories uh, of our um, of our crushing defeats? crushing defeats? Well, the last one was um, I had Captain. Captain Marvel, the variant. Yeah. And this variant, it was, uh, it's black and white, but when you when you shine light on it, it glows in the dark. Oh wow. Yeah. So I had it in my cart. I, you know, went to buy it. I it charged my card, but because I stupidly put my billing address as my American shipping address, right? It came back to me. So I literally had like it charged my credit card, yeah, but but it didn't go no through. go, which sucks. But sometimes you know you you win, sometimes you lose, and yeah. it's it's literally like oh people, I know about winning guys. People Trust get <laughs> agitated because oh of course you know like, you should see their Twitter. It's you know they're bots, they're bot. And when we refer to bots, they're computer programs that essentially you just tell it what to do and fill in the card, and, and it's it gonna, instantly and visit. it will it will run that task for yeah, you. And I think so, that just goes to show how popular these prints are yeah. and how much money they could go for because people are literally writing programs in order to be able to buy them. And I yeah. and I've missed out on a lot of prints myself just because they've been US exclusive or they've they're like they're literally gone in seconds. So it's it's not even something that you can buy, right? Which obviously contributes to the collector value of it, right? It's yeah. you, Anthony, you have one of the most incredible ways of documenting oh, that's working. Yeah, your so, your Mondo posters, right? Yeah, I have a literally I have a book of all the prints that I buy. Um, when I buy them, how much it costs, if I did buy them at a, a resale value, who the artist is, um, addition of what and what size. It's fan- it's it's yeah. like we'll we'll find a way to show you the listener to this I because wish, I wish you could like press this into like a coffee book. Honestly, I'm, like I'm, this looks day, like something that so Mondo would release my themselves. Goal with yeah. all these prints and you know buying throughout the years is going to be to open up an art gallery when I'm like in my sixties. Sure. Hopefully, people will forget about it or forget about <laughs> these versions of these prints. Sure. Um, and who knows? Like, you know, it could be a trend that kind of goes away and, yeah. and totally people forget about it. But yeah, like to open up an art gallery and have people just come in and just walk, like look at these cool artist versions of these movie posters. So how many uh, posters would you say you have now? Um, right now. Including all of Mondo. About 50. 50, okay. 50 prints. And how do you store them? Like, do you store them in the tubes right now? No. So if you're collecting posters, you have to take them out of the tube because they'll permanently, like, stay rolled if you keep them in a tube. Right. Um, so what I'll do is I actually, within a week or two, I'll take them out of their tube, lie them flat on, like, um, acid-free paper. 
I have wow. um, acid free is uh, the the big thing here. It has to be acid free. It has to be acid free. Yeah. yeah. Um, usually the paper they give you is pretty good. Um, I have um, boards, acid free boards that I would place them on just wow. to like kind of like uh, flatten them out. Yeah. Then I'll we, have... we're, we joke, we're laughing. You sound but like, like a mad scientist, right? Yeah, now. No, no, but like, but these are, like, but these, these are the things that you have to. These aren't just kind, regular posters, right? You know, like you're gonna if you if I damage one print, I have to go find another print, yeah. and it's just a oh, hassle. You're right, you're right? absolutely right. Yeah. So I found a website um, in the states. They sell like acid-free bags and boards. <laughs> Lots of acid-free stuff. It well, has to yeah, be, yeah, it has to be because yeah, be. a lot of it's paper, right? Yeah. Um. So they're they they're I guess the quality or the the the, the uh, what's the word? The I'm preservation quality, I guess. It yeah, the preservation quality yeah. is is good enough for like the Library of Congress, which would, oh, wow. which is important. That's pretty important. I would right? say so. Yeah. So, so Nicholas they, Cage cannot steal. He cannot. He will. He could steal it, and it'll be in great condition. So yeah, yeah. these bo- bags and boards should last like quite a bit of years. Yeah, that's Hopefully. awesome. Dude. They're expensive, and yeah. I I lay them in a flat file. Yeah. So for those of you who don't know what a flat file is, is basically a big. If you ever. Uh, came across like an architectural drawing. Yeah, it lives in almost like a, a toolbox, but it's very, very wide. Right. So they live in there. Now, this is life. This is not meant to be a joke question, but is it meant to be stored at like a certain temperature? Um. Yeah, you want it to be not in a dry environment or a wet sure. environment, just like yeah. something that's in between. Yeah, it's like room temperature, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Room it's like when you go like to a music shop and like their acoustic guitars are in a temperature controlled room because yeah. like those are things that. Not everybody thinks about, but those are how you maintain yeah. and preserve they're, them, right? They're fairly new. The bag and board is supposed to kind of protect those prints. Yeah. Um, I'm yeah. picturing you right now as the old man from Toy Story 2 who fixes Woody. <laughs> the cleaner? The cleaner yeah. who's just there like... like no, it took me a while. Like, yeah, I have of to course. Go, because there's a lot of people who do the, who yeah. collect, right? So I wanted to make sure if I'm going to be spending the money that, you know, these prints are protected for the next hundred years. Yeah, definitely. And and that's the thing with collections. Obviously, we've we've spent the last 20, 30 minutes talking about our movie memorabilia and collections. But starting a collection isn't easy, right? I mean, I remember my first couple of Blu-rays. I had five or six Blu-rays and I'm like, wow, look at my collection. (laughs) Look how cool this is. Right. And then all of a sudden, a few years later, you're at five, six hundred or mondo posters which aren't cheap you know you have like 50 of them right so it's like those are things that as collectors as movie lovers these are things that we want to take care of right right so that's that's awesome i just want to thank you guys for sharing your uh, collections well too yeah what's your favorite one anthony Oh, my favorite one is Captain America: The First Avenger by Rory Kurtz. Yeah, that's Rory Kurtz is great. Beautiful. If you guys can look that up, it is like the The details. Is that is that the one where he's in France? Yes, it's yeah. like uh, World War Two. He's or yeah, yeah, World War Two. Yeah. Um, but he looks like he's in a a town and is just destroyed rubble around him. But he's just the look and the presence of Captain America. It just sums up who he is and what he represents and what he's it. fighting for and yeah. just that's um, so cool, man. I love Mondo posters are just be- anytime a new big movie's coming they're so out. So amazing. Like, so yeah, check out their website. Um, other websites, uh, Gray Matter Gallery, um, Bottleneck, uh, Bottleneck Gallery. Yeah. Um, Mondotees.com for Mondo. Mondo. Uh, for artists, there I have um, uh, Ali Moss, Rory Kurtz, mm. uh, Tyler Stout, uh, Giammarco Mangini, Oliver Barrett, Matt Ryan to- Tobin, Martin Ans- Anson, uh, Laurent Deru, De- which is... He has one of my favorite prints, which is the Back to the Future. I knew it. That's oh, a yeah. great one of the stunning, print. stunning so print. So amazing. Um, 
but yeah, like go ahead and look. Mondo has a really cool like gallery page where you can see all their previous yeah. stuff. And they and not just posters either. Like I mean, like like Shay was saying, like he saw like uh, glasses, they have at pins the, as well, right? Pins, yeah. Yeah. Uh, vinyl records they do as well oh, yeah. too. Yeah. So like they make such beautiful, beautiful memorabilia for kind of all types of media. So. Yeah. Definitely, if you're a fan of music, if you're a fan of games, the, check the out their site. Because are amazing, stunning. They make yeah. stunning Spider-Man one with the, the Spider-Man oh, so face cool. with the web. Yeah, they did. They dope. did one of them all for like the Netflix shows yeah. as well too. Oh, the Netflix Marvel shows. Sorry, all color coordinated. Like yeah. the uh, when you're talking about detail, yeah. these are the guys to look for, right? Yeah, these are the guys sure. to look for. Um, I just picked up uh, Halloween for Mel. Yeah, so they had Halloween pins. Uh, what's the characters? Uh, the female character in Halloween. What's her name? As in uh, Jamie Lee Curtis's character. Yeah. Uh, what's her name? Anyway, look up on that. There, um, it's you have Michael Myers's face and you have yeah. her face, but you could she's wearing like a collar with a little bit of blood on it. That's really. So cool. I bought those pins so she could put it on her jacket. Yeah, which and looks, she could she scare people as well too. She loves uh, Halloween. Laurie Strode. That's Lo- it. Yeah, Laurie yeah. Strode. Um, and Mickey Mouse. Now they have like license for Mickey Mouse. Yeah. I can't wait for like, they make, their their they, Disney gallery. Oh, man. Beautiful, beautiful. Stuff. I wish I wish Disney would commission them to make their like movie posters and yeah. like art covers for like their Blu-rays. Because I mean, even the digital films, like the artwork on these amazing comic creative films, yeah, it's not good. And that's the thing, like you're a comic book company, like Marvel, like they have the best artists working there. You would think that for the home release, we would have some yeah. cool. And I get how marketing works and everything, yeah. but like you just wish, especially with these Phase Three movies, like whenever I see them, and that's the thing when it comes to digital movie collecting. They could be updated, right? I know. So iTunes has been updating some of the covers of mine. I'm like, oh my god, it's so ugly now. It's like literally it's, like just the silver background with the stripe in with the like middle. a cutout of the character. It's just like yeah. you, you even like I, I just give me the original poster. Yeah, you know, yeah. I would well, take. Give that, me the option you know? to upload my own or that. Like that would be awesome. That would be really awesome. Oh, well, that would be cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe one day to do with the iTunes with the like, iTunes library. So we yeah. We're in that streaming future, ladies and gentlemen. Um, really quickly, before we wrap up today's episode, I just wanted to give a shout out to Carlos, a good friend of the show. He won our 100 subscriber contest on YouTube, um, and he actually won a digital code of Aquaman, which he finally got to get redeemed last week because it came out on iTunes. So thank he you, Carlos. He just watched it, yeah, too. He just watched it. Thank you so much for being a, a huge supporter of us and what we're doing. Uh, we hope you enjoy the movie, and we will definitely have more contests coming. Guys, any final words before we wrap up this episode? I love today's episode, and I'm so excited to talk about what our next topic is next week. Yeah. yeah. So stay tuned for that. Stay tuned, guys. Um, as always, you can catch a new episode of the Movie Podcast every Monday across all of your favorite uh, podcast streaming services. That was this time with the Movie Podcasts. And we'll see you next. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.